0: in Motion. This is Big Sonny. Playing the best of the 90s and beyond. Totally rocks.
1: Alice Cooper, Feed My Frankenstein an appropriate
0: song for tonight's Halloween edition of Radio in Motion. Now, I'm not sure whether to do the spooky pumpkin voice or to continue with Dracula. Problem with Dracula is I have to do blah, 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 because Dracula also becomes confused with russian
1: general but you know either way interchangeable all right I'll, I'll stop that hope you're enjoying it tonight we're gonna have some great songs and all halloween themed and a bit about halloween in general um certainly it is a bit of mishmash of traditions like anything and uh not uniquely american but it it did translate with you know europeans much like uh, how a lot of traditions translated to australia And uh, originally, one of the biggest things is is really just, like most things in the past, it was to recognize and celebrate the seasons, like most things, whether it's winter solstice or or the fall harvest. And in this case, a lot of it was based on, you know, thousand-year-old Celtic traditions, which is really just Samhain. And Samhain just means summer's end. And uh, all right, sure, there's some pagan stuff going on in there. and, And you're probably picturing... Uh, they're just dancing around, around a fire, going a bit nuts. Again, people have been around a long time before, uh, you know, the Catholic Church came along and, and scooped a lot of those holidays up, like Halloween and Christmas. But uh, originally, again, it was really just to, to recognize and, and celebrate a good harvest and, and community. And, uh, you know, there, there are other elements of it. And, and believing that uh, on that night, because look, and especially in the States, it's uh, it's fall right now. It's autumn, so it's a different sort of season. You get the the big full moons, like you see in all the Halloween movies, the big orange moon. And again, that's that's just about the season, and uh, you know they believe that uh, during that time, sort of the the veil between both worlds, between the living and the dead, or the the afterlife, and that's where you get a lot of that sort of you know the the, the ghoulish stuff and the spirits and the ghosts. But again, there there are positive parts of it where it was about the living could. Could communicate with the dead or maybe they would be visited and again, not not in a spooky way, but, uh, you know, in a, in a positive way. Of course, yes, yeah, sometimes it's a it's a bit of a spooky way. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot of traditions there. And originally that was one of the main ones as to why we celebrate Halloween. But uh, we'll get into some more later um, including jack-o'-lanterns one of my favorite things I'll talk to you a bit about about the history of jack-o'-lanterns. It's a bit different than what you think it is and uh, And putting on costumes in general another part of it, which is uh, a bit different and came from from different traditions from a different place So there you go tonight is all about Halloween because I'm not gonna be here next week So I am I'm excited to uh, to celebrate Halloween with with the kids uh, and the adults so uh, some more great Halloween music up next after word from our
0: playing the best of the nineties and beyond. Sounds great. This is Big Sonny's is Radio in Motion. Beautiful. The Ramones Pet Cemetery, and
1: before that, Skyhooks with horror movie, all part of our Horror-themed show tonight. Uh, Skyhooks—that song is great. Obviously, not really associated with Halloween, but it does sound cool for Halloween. Uh, released in 1974 from the Australian band Skyhooks. More comment on—well, let's be honest. American media and uh, you know the horror movie was watching the news. Frankly, that hasn't gone away. If you ask me, with with news and social media and mainstream media, they do thrive on that. Let's be honest. Uh, they love a good horror show story, and uh, you know the more gruesome, the better. You even if it's just cancel culture, so um, that's all right. Still, still appropriate. So yes, tonight is Halloween theme on Radio and Motion, talking a bit about the traditions of Halloween, and, and how they sort of all got mixed together, and not necessarily just an American thing, coming from old Celtic and pagan traditions, and and of course, like I said before, the, the Catholic Church wanted to do away with anything pagan, because that's what they do, just like winter solstice became Christmas, and they did that with Halloween as well, trying to take it away from the old Celtic traditions, and, and call it All Souls Day, or All Hollow's Eve, which was... Which was about a similar thing again, recognizing loved ones that have passed, but just a different tradition to say prayers for loved ones that have passed. But uh, before that, one of my favorites is is jack-o'-lanterns that that, uh, we do carve in the States, and you'll see them popping up in the stores. Uh, I wanted to get one at, at Kohl's or Woolworth's, but holy God. It was like three or four dollars a kilo, so once you get to the register, you've just paid forty dollars for something that you're not going to eat. Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, they, they are a lot cheaper in the states, um, but look, it, it is something that if you know if you're going to do the full Halloween, I'll be honest, you have to get a jack o' lantern, or, or it's just not quite the point of it. You know, it's not just about the trick or treating. You know, the jack o' lantern does have that that spooky, cool glow, and hey, it's something to do. That's fun with the kids. It's arts and crafts, right? So you get to uh, carefully carve them with a knife and uh, pop the candle in, or these days probably an LED light. But anyway, um, so you know a lot of that came from older traditions, uh, especially one Scottish tradition. And now this is similar to trick or treating. They used to call it guising, which is really just the children disguising themselves and uh, and and visiting uh, people's houses. And uh, the thing is, with guising, it was also again associated with the the night when the veil of the night between uh you know the living world and and the undead world or uh, the world of the afterlife was at its thinnest so the idea and this translated to a lot of different cultures the idea of dressing up as something spooky a ghost or a goblin or a ghoul was really especially for kids to disguise them from the possible evil lurking around so you know what I mean that's what it is also it's a disguise for you you can blend in with uh, the spooky knight and if they don't recognize you as a, uh, a normal live living human with blood pumping through your veins they might not want to come and, and eat you or suck your blood uh, because they think you're uh, a werewolf or a mummy or a ghoul or a vampire so again I get that it was, it was the disguise so guising it was called and uh, it is a bit different from trick or treating whereas traditionally guising required them to, to tell a story or a joke or sing a song uh, while trick-or-treating You know, simply requires you to go and, and say trick-or-treat. Uh, uh, it is funny with a lot of the, the Australian kids I've been here um, many years, and I, it is catching on a bit more. Some of them again have forgotten the trick-or-treat part. They just knock on the door, and, and they don't know. It's not their fault, and they just kind of stick out the bags, and it's like, here, and I remind them, look, yeah you have to say trick or treat and if we don't give you a a, a treat technically they can do a trick but we don't want to we don't want to infer that they're going to do something wrong or vandalism or anything that's that's not what it's all about it's it's supposed to be all in fun so again there's a, a bit of history of where uh, trick or treating came from and and how it all all mixes together uh definitely have fun on Halloween night and uh and I'm glad to see it back after especially after covid you know because again it's a good it's just an excellent community thing you know get to know your neighbors Get to know who they are, and and uh, the more you know them, the more you can you can trust them, and uh, you know walk around with your kids and and have a good time and meet the neighbors. All right, more great music coming up next on tonight's Halloween theme episode of Radio and Motion. After a word from our awesome sponsors,
0: you are listening to tonight's Radio and Motion's Halloween special episode. I hope you're enjoying the ghoulish and spooky music for Halloween. Wait, I'm supposed to say something else oh yes blah 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 all
1: right in fairness i've been doing that voice and other spook- spooky cheeky cheesy voices uh long before adam zandler uh and uh, hotel transylvania but i gotta give it to him he does a good uh a good dracula and those movies are pretty funny and it is funny how the the fake vampire always does the blah blah blah, and he's like do i say that i never say that that's not realistic." Um, again, that one can be, uh, can also be Russian general. I'm not sure. I need to, I need to work on that. Uh, I need to add some more Transylvanian into it. I uh, hope you're enjoying tonight's show. Uh, that was Werewolves of London, before that Credence with Bad Moon Rising, and of course, Motley Crue was Shout at the devil. Where did Motley Crue go? I, I think there's a documentary on them. It, uh, hopefully it's a good one. Probably not. They usually end up pretty bad, but, uh, I'm sure they had quite a run, Motley Crue. Um... So we're talking about all things sort of Halloween tonight and and where the traditions came from. And uh, one of them that I've always liked and uh, is, is pumpkin carving and uh, pumpkins in, in general and, and outside people's houses. And uh, so, you know, the reason for that, again, based on a lot of the old pagan and Celtic traditions, believing that, uh, you know, the change of season and that that nice night in, in autumn... Uh, Uh, the harvest moon and everything that the veil of the night was at its thinnest. And um, that's when everyone from, you know, the other world, the other side, the dead rise. Um, So long before pumpkins and, you know, old Celtic and and Scottish traditions, uh, they used to actually carve whatever they had and and, uh, they had access to things like turnips. So before it was just something spooky, they would they would carve these. And uh, most notably turnips, and and as part of Sam Hain, they would turn them into these, and make spooky lanterns to ward off evil spirits. So that was a thing, and that's why they were lit up. You know, it was something they could carry around, and as you walked around, uh, they were worried about uh, uh, bumping into you know a wayward spirit. So they would carve these up and uh, And walk around with them to sort of ward off the spirits and little little faces in them, you know uh, glowing faces again, kind of like disguising and guising, and why we dress up it's to disguise yourself and blend in with all the other ghosts and spooks that uh, that might be out there, so again it's pretty cool to uh, to know where it came from, and that's not just something that. That sprung out of the idea of um, a shop that wanted to sell chocolate bars and candy. Uh, of course, that's what happens. A lot of things become corporate as they do, just like, like Christmas. Uh, that a lot of the original, more endearing parts of it uh, tend to fade away. But uh, look, I like the idea of, of Halloween again being a community thing and uh, getting together. And um, and especially nowadays when you see kids dress up, um, I I do have to say this. I have to interject as much as I am a huge movie fan uh, and and Marvel fan and comic book. uh, I do love it when, you know, the kid dresses up to what they want. But it would be nice to see some kids um, return to the traditional sort of dressing up like ghouls and ghosts and spooky things, too, uh, amongst all. The um, Captain America's and Batman's and Spider-Man, which again is awesome. But uh, yeah, I think Halloween needs to go back to that feel as well of, of mixing it in with some some witches' hats and 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 mummies and again, uh the, the, the more spookier part of Halloween. All right, well we got more great music coming up next on tonight's Radio Motion Halloween special.
0: This is Big Sonny. Best of the '90s, '90s and beyond. Ready. Radio in motion. <laughs> you're listening to Radio in Motion's Halloween special on Sumbi Radio 99.3 FM. Our spectacular,
1: <laughs> spectacular—that is such a cheesy retail sort of word. And believe me, if 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 you're in the states right now, let me just tell you if you think that Christmas has already started too soon, at least over there, I will say this, uh, there's a break. And that's why I do hope Halloween Kitch is on a bit more in Australia, because at least you get a bit of a buffer uh, before the Christmas season hits hard. Uh, here, obviously, the Christmas trees are already up. But over there, the ads would be fast and thick, believe me, all with, with ads for Halloween, Halloween specials, Halloween sales. It's a spectacular sale, furniture sale. It, it could be anything. It doesn't matter what they're selling. Spectacular spoons and forks on sale. Everything just gets associated with, with Halloween. And, um, you know, that's part of how, I guess, any holiday sort of gets <laughs> commercialized. Um, but that's all right. We've got some great music coming up tonight. And, uh, one of my favorites I'm going to play after the ad. I won't tell you what it is. You'll hear it and then you'll know. And I think for me, it's my, it's my second very obvious go-to song for Halloween. Now there is a first and I'll be playing that towards the end of the show because for me, the number one song for Halloween is just, uh, I'll say the king of of halloween songs and it's the ultimate and uh, we've got some other great throwbacks to to the 50s and 60s when um sort of the 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 traditional halloween feel of, of goose and goals and and uh werewolves and and vampires and mummies especially with the you know the movies at the time so many of those cheesy movies and b movies came out uh they just made them i mean they made them quicker than netflix makes a movie and that's pretty quick let me tell you they would uh and all the kids Long bit more before my time. I'm an 80s kid. All right, let's get that clear. But, uh, you know, during that time, a lot of the great songs came out, too. Uh, Monster Mash and stuff like that, which we'll be playing. That's one of my favorites. But, yeah, coming up after the ads will be my second go-to Halloween song. And later uh, will be the first. So more great music and stories from Halloween up next on our spooktacular Halloween special.
0: You're listening to Radio Emotions Halloween Special on Summary Radio 99.3 FM. What's that last part again? Oh yes. Blah, blah, blah. Hey
1: everyone, thanks for joining me tonight on our Halloween Special. That was a theme from The Monsters, one of my favorite shows growing up as a kid. Uh, I'll be honest, it's one of those shows that really holds up pretty well because, um, you know, it's funny, okay, The Monsters, I don't know if you've ever seen it, I think everyone knows the, The Monsters. Um, obviously the family is, is all the, the monsters, ghouls and ghosts, uh, grandpa's a vampire, uh, Eddie monsters, a little vampire. And of course the incomparable Fred Gwynn as the Frankenstein and, and Lily as wife. And yes, they were monsters, uh, living among us, you know, fish out of water. But you know, the thing with the monsters is I'll be honest, it is, it is just to this day, really good, wholesome family like everything about it is just so so sweet and endearing and just i'll be honest i wanted to move in with them they just seemed really sweet despite the fact that they were all frightening monsters you know and i guess that was <laughs> that was the sort of how uh, it played off each other uh being a show about monsters but also being about about family and look it really was there's been a few reboots and remakes uh i know there's one out now with rob zombie have not heard good things uh have heard very <laughs> sad things which is which is Disappointing because Rob Zombie was also um, quite a big fan, as he said, and he took that project on himself and spent uh, a lot of his own money. But I don't think maybe he he quite got it. Again, it's hard to please fans. Hit and miss. Uh, Of course, uh, just before that, we had DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince with A Nightmare on my Street, one of my favorites. Before that, of course, I played my second favorite Halloween song, Ghostbusters, by Ray Parker Jr. Ghostbusters, one of my favorite movies. Ghostbusters 2, it was all right. The Ghostbusters uh, remake, I didn't really, really don't want to say a lot about that. Uh, uh, bad. Uh, frightening. It was frighteningly bad. Um, no, not because it had a cast of women. Uh, all of those actresses in their own right, as I've always said, are very talented and funny. But for whatever reason, I'm sorry. Bad writing, bad characters, bad movie in general. Nothing to do with the, the gender of the cast. Just a bad movie. And uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, just so you know... Um, actually pretty cool. Has a bit of a Stranger Things vibe with the kids in it, but at least they sort of at least paid respect to the original. That's all I ever ask a movie to do if they reboot or reload something, not to just completely dismiss anything that came before it and say, ah, we'll just ride on the backs of this and and do our own thing. I'll be honest, it's kind of like painting over or graffitiing over someone else's painting. I'm just saying. Uh, so anyway, that's my, that's my take on Ghostbusters, uh, and, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. What can I say? Um, obviously Will Smith is a bit canceled lately, but I'll still give him props for that as one of my favorite songs. So again, coming up later, um, tonight towards the end will definitely be my, my number one Halloween song and, uh, hope you're enjoying tonight's episode. More great music up next.
0: We're good for your ears. This is Big Sonny. I just think your music is incredible. Radio in Motion. Tequila. You're listening to the Halloween special on Radio in Motion on Sumber Radio 99.3
1: FM. That was the Purple Peeper Eater. Before that, Monster Mash by Bobby Boris Pickett, one of my favorites. And the Midnight Monsters Hop by Jack and Jim. Some classic Halloween tracks from the 50s and 60s when Halloween was certainly king in the neighborhood. So I hope you enjoy um, Monday, Halloween, and uh, have a safe time with the kids and the family and go trick-or-treating and and do it right and dress up. Shortly after this, I'm going to play what I think is the king of Halloween songs, my favorite track for for all Halloween, and we'll go out with a bang on that. First, I'll give you a a quick insight into sort of the the perils and pitfalls of wearing a costume, especially as a kid, so watch out, especially when you're wearing those masks. Uh, This was an unfortunate episode I had as as a kid, and I remember it vividly. Um, I think it was a Frankenstein mask. Um, Not that that matters, but for whatever reason, look, masks are hard to see in. Uh, Whether it's the 80s, 90s, or today, that's just a thing. And I remember I had the costume on. I was all excited to go out and start trick-or-treating. And um, as happens sometimes, uh, I had to go to the toilet. So I had to use the restroom, but there's no way I was going to take all the costume off. There's too much gear going on. Um, So I didn't take the costume off, just lifted what apparel I could to do my business in, in the toilet. And unfortunately, with the mask, having no peripheral vision, or frankly, any vision at all, really, um, simply put, I sat down on the toilet, but the toilet seat was up. Now, I was a kid, so I sort of had quite a, a splashy surprise and plopped right in the toilet. Uh, I know that sounds like it's something that, oh, you're just making that up to get a radio gag. No, that happened to me. It's still stuck in my memory and haunts me to this day. Um, I'm sitting in the toilet and getting a a cold and bitter surprise. So needless to say, I certainly check from now on. And if I ever did have a costume, I would certainly check. All right. um, I'm almost out of here. We're going to play one of my favorite songs up next. Uh, Baz is up next on Blues on the Hill trying to figure out what is going on in the studio because he heard some strange voices, the spectacular voices for Halloween. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure what's happening there. All right. A couple words from our sponsors and then we'll be out of here.